this is Taylor and welcome back to another message from Elevate Retake. Today's message comes from the series Revive and it is shared by Danny Verdugo, one of the pastoral interns at Elevate. This message is titled Before and After and a key passage we will take a look at is found in Romans 8 verse 1 and 2. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. A key theme we will be taking a look at is what it looks like to walk with the Holy Spirit. Your engaged question to think about while you're listening to today's episode is, what could I absolutely never live without? Heavenly Father God, Lord, I thank you for this beautiful Sabbath. I thank you for each and every one of uh, the students, the members that are here gathered today to worship you and all those that are watching from home. I pray that you fill this place with your Holy Spirit. Let my words be your words. Speak through me today. I pray this in your name. Amen. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump right in. If you guys brought out your Bibles, go ahead and take them out for me. We're going to be looking at Romans chapter 7 and chapter 8 today. All right, and so while you guys are looking at that, just a brief recap of the beginning of uh, Romans, the first half, uh, uh, Romans 7. And so Paul writes about the law, right? How it's good and, and, and how it actually reveals our sin. And if there wasn't like rules to break... Uh, then it wouldn't be broken, right? And that makes sense. You guys can go ahead and check that out, read that on your own. Um, it's a very good first half. But we're gonna start with Romans 7, 14 and 15 today, right? Let's go ahead and read. So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me. Well, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. Verse 15, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Anyone resonate with that here today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what is the issue here? Why do I sin? And so the issue is that sin lives within me. It is part of our DNA. It is something that we can't escape, unfortunately. And so I want to do good with all my heart, but I don't. It is a constant battle uh, for my heart, my attention, a constant battle for my dedication a constant battle for my commitment. And so I see it kind of like as a diet, right? Like a diet, like a good health, a healthy diet. You work out, you eat right, right? And so the diet, we can call that the law, right? And so the cookie, well, at least for me, if, some, if you guys don't know, I love sweets. My wife is like, yeah, he does. So I love sweets and I love cookies, especially Oreo cookies. So we can use uh, the cookie as like the act, right, of sinning. And so we have this craving also, right? And so the craving could be the sin living in me. And we don't know where this craving comes from. We don't want to have that craving, right? And yet we see it in our lives all the time. It's like, mmm, that cookie. And so who has more control, you or that cookie, right? This week, you know, during the ice storm, uh, I put my life on the line just for some uh, Oreos. My wife, she was like, I want some hazelnut creamer for coffee. And I was like, we have no food, but it doesn't matter. I went to Dollar General in the middle of the snow just to get a, a box of Oreos and some hazelnut creamer. So we're okay. If we're going to freeze to death, we're going to freeze happy, right? Amen. Yes. 
<laughs> I know we're in mid-February. Any of you guys kept your New Year's resolutions? Yeah? Good. Yeah. How many did not? Yes. All right. A couple, a couple, a couple honest people there. So someone asked me the other day, they were like, hey, do you exercise? And I'm like, yeah, I walk daily with the Lord. Oof. That guy, he never talked to me again. Anyways. So it is a constant struggle within us that you just can't break free. What is your cookie? What is something that you're struggling with? So Romans 7, 21 through 23, if you can join me there. Sin is a given. Let's go ahead and, and, and read there. I have discovered this principle of life, right? That when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart. But there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Sin is a guarantee. And so unfortunately, it's something that is part of our DNA, something that has been with us, that is sure to happen even all the way since Adam and Eve, uh, they, they ate the fruit, right? It's been part of our DNA. And it's something that I cannot conquer on my own. It's something that a lot of times we try to uh, depend solely on our human strength, forgetting about the relationship that our father wants to have with us, forgetting that we can go ahead and take our cares, our worries before him. As long as I continue to try to do these things on my own, I will always make it worse. I want to share with you guys, if we can have some pictures uh, of little Danny uh, a couple years ago. Yep. I told you I like sweets. You can see there, that was a birthday. That was me at like sixth grade. I was like 11, 12 years old. And I remember one day, I was, it was after school, we had played soccer, right? It was like in the, in the uh, all the kids at the end of the day, we played soccer and I was exhausted. And at that age, I don't know, moms, if there are any moms in here, you guys know that kids at that age, they eat like every two hours, right? They eat all the time and they're super hungry. Um, and so after this soccer game, I was very, very hungry and I asked my mom, hey, can we go home? Uh, because I'm super hungry and I really, really want to eat. Um, she was like, yeah, but I have to run some errands. And I was like, ugh, I don't know what took over me, right? And so I kind of threw a little fit. But anyways, we went to go run the errands. And so while we were there at the bank, if we can go to the one about the map, we were, my mom needed to go to the bank. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to walk home. And yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah. As you can see, that's kind of like the little route. I know it's kind of small, but it's, it's not that far, two and a half miles, roughly. But like I had shorter legs, so I thought it was a lot longer. But it took me about an hour, hour and a half to get home. And I decided to do this as opposed to just wait for my mom to finish her errands and drive the eight minutes that it took to get home. And so once I got home, my mom was waiting for me. She was happy to see me, obviously. But uh, like every good Mexican mother, she gave me the best Mexican mother beating I ever had. And she said, I'm doing this because I love you. <laughs> uh, so obviously I never, I never walked home again. But as long as we continue to try to do things our way, as long as we continue to try to walk on our own, we'll always make it worse. 
So I took it upon myself to find a solution, right? And instead of waiting for my mom to do the plans, submitting to her plans that she had, I took it upon myself to make my own plans. Romans 7, 24, 25, if we can move on there. Join me there, please. It says, oh, what a miserable person I am. How many miserable people in the, in the room, huh? Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. And so Paul is telling us here that Jesus, he frees us of our sin. His sacrifice was the missing element to the equation. And so we don't have to do it alone, right? This is the gospel story right here. And I know what God did for me. And most of you guys might be thinking, I know what God did for me. I know what Jesus did for me. But what about the Holy Spirit? Like, I know he's just kind of like hanging out around here, but what about the Holy Spirit? What has he done for me? Let's continue on, please. Romans 8, uh, verse 1 and 2. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Once again, you guys are not alone. Paul is reminding us here. And what a beautiful promise he talks about, right? The gift, the gift that we have of the life-giving spirit. Book we're going through, Steps to Personal Revival. There's a quote that says, God, through his love, wants to richly bless us through an intimate relationship with Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. It is a gift that leads to life and peace. And what could I absolutely never live without? I guess when I was 12 years old, I thought I couldn't live without food, right? I wasn't going to make it. But in our times of weakness, especially in our times of weakness, it is a Holy Spirit that we can't live without. Romans 8, 26, 27. If we can go there, please. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groaning that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us, believers in harmony with God's own will. The Holy Spirit is there for us, ready to help always there if we ask and commit to it. It's a gift given to the disciples. You know, Jesus, he wanted to be with each and every one of them as they were spreading the gospel, but he understood that his physical body wouldn't be able to do that, be with them, each and every one of them, wherever they went. And so he gave them this gift of the Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit, it is our friend. It is an intercessor. It is a mentor. It is a teacher. It is a comforter, a helper in our weakness. The Holy Spirit is the connection for us to heaven. And so this is why, Elevate Family, we need the Holy Spirit. Something we can never live without. More, now more than ever, I invite you guys to commit your lives to the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, uh, verse 5 and 6, if we can have that, please. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, right? That makes sense. We talked about that already. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, who submit to 
the Holy Spirit, think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. Thinking about cookies, you're going to continue to want to have cookies, right? That makes sense. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Elevate family, God is calling you to fully submit, to fully commit to him, to be guided by the Holy Spirit. It is the before and after story. So we were looking at Romans 7, right? Romans 7 was talking, it was a story of defeat. Paul was reminding us, you know what? Yes, we live in this body of sin. We live in this world of sin that we can never escape. But then Romans 8 comes out with a story of victory. A story of victory with the gift of the Holy Spirit. This gift that leads to life and peace. And so Paul isn't telling the church in Rome, Paul isn't telling the Elevate family here today to rid yourself of sin, right? Because we know it's impossible, that is guaranteed. But instead that we should give into the guiding power of the Holy Spirit. And through it, we will have life and peace and we will be entered into a new family. Romans 8, 12, 15, and 16 says this, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. So you have not received, so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's. You, Elevate family, have been adopted into a new family, into the family of God. You no longer belong to sin. The gift of the Holy Spirit is something that we can never live without, and we should never try to live without it. We must fully commit to it, fully submit all right, this ain't time. This is a, this is a time to, to full send, all right? X Games mode. Let's go ahead and fully commit to the Holy Spirit today. In the book, Steps to Personal Revival, it talks about, uh, uh, it gives an example. It's like, you can't be a little bit pregnant. That's the example. It's like, uh, when you receive the Holy Spirit, it's like, you can't be half pregnant. It's either you are or you're not. I want to invite you, Elevate family today, to stop walking home alone. God has offered us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Accept him today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, Lord, thank you once again for this blessing, this opportunity to share your word. I pray that you remind each and every one of us to constantly, to daily seek the Holy Spirit to be within our lives. Father God, we know that we need you. We know that we need the Holy Spirit to guide us to a life full of peace and to ultimately have a life with you. Thank you for your blessings. Pray this in your name. Amen. Sin is so irresistible sometimes. It's like that Oreo cookie that we want so bad. But no matter how far we fall, Jesus is right there walking with us to forgive and to pick us back up. In this sinful world, now more than ever, we need Jesus and the Holy Spirit to get us through. 
Thank you so much for tuning in this week. An episode of Elevate Retake will be available in the coming days. I can't wait to sit down with Pastor Michael and Pastor Danny and talk about this. It was a really awesome message. God bless and see you soon.